and welcome to another episode of A Bit Spursy. I'm Barney. I'm Dan. It's uh, vacation time. It's uh, holiday mode for footballers. Uh, not for us. It's freezing cold and it's the middle of the year. But um, I don't have anything else to say about that. I'm, I'm jealous. No, no, no. I was about to say like, oh, get out the maracas. Let's do yeah. a, let's go and suntan. Let's, I don't know what <laughs> That's how long I haven't been on holiday for that. I just like, don't even know. <laughs> know what's part, part of the holiday. Maracas and, uh, you know, the suntans. Excuse cream. me. Um, do you have any maracas and suntan here? That's, <laughs> what is this resort all about? I don't know what I'm doing. Excuse me, Mr. Shangri-La. I'm really enjoying my stay here, but I can't locate the maracas anywhere. Yeah. Are they, un are they under the bed? I've looked under the bed. I thought they'd be mm. under the bed, but they're not there. Not there. I left a note for your housekeeping staff and that, yes, they did a great job. Uh, the room spotless, but no maracas. <laughs> no maracas. I'm sure. Look, some somewhere in the world there must be maracas at a um, holiday destination. But like you say, Barney, it is cold. It is getting a bit chilly here, mm. and yeah, it it always seems weird because when we talk about like this in the summer, in the summer, in the summer for for all Spurs things, it's very mm. much in our winter. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But I feel like it is good that I, I think that, you know, Premier League fans in Australia have that understanding that if you say in the summer, um, it means the exact opposite in the winter yep. for us. Yep. Well, I mean, it was easier when I was in Perth because there's no such thing as winter in Perth. So saying the summer is, it's it, that's just the weather. Um, <laughs> but here in Melbourne, it's freezing. So uh, it, it makes it harder. It makes it harder. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely much more challenging. Um. Now, Barney, where should we kick off to? Like, there's been, it, it's it's a bit of a weird period for Spurs because obviously we've had the the end of the season and then now it's been the international, well, not the international break, but like, I don't know, mm. somehow seven nation league games just pop up out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and which leads to a lot of speculation about what we're doing. And I think a lot of, also, a lot of speculation about what Spurs are doing, not what uh, not what we are doing with the podcast. Oh, I don't know. There's been quite a bit of speculation about what we're doing. I had the police here. I don't care about Perisic. I want to know what's Barney up to next week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so it's a, it feels like we're in a bit of a limbo period before the transfer window really sort of kicks off as well. Um, but I guess, yeah, mate, look, the, the first player we've got in, uh, maybe mm. we should just go straight into that and talk about Perisic. Sounds good. Um, Sounds good to me. Which, look, I, I wonder, does this technically count as, <laughs> like, is this Paratici business? Yeah. Okay, well. What's he been doing? What's he up to? Paratici. Paratici watch. Yes, yeah, very early Paratici watch. Very early. He's been busy because he signed <laughs> uh, Perisic, which is great. I mean. I don't really, all the commentary around this has been like, he's really good. Um, he's a great wing back, but um, he's old. Um, and will he be able to keep up with the Premier League? Blah, 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 blah. And if a broken Gareth Bale can uh, contribute to a team, I'm sure that um, superhuman Perisic is going to be able to do so. Oh, I agree. And I think as well, to me, it stinks of like the, just the fans who just, want us to sign Messi or something like yeah <laughs> it's like any signing is not good enough or it's like mm. they just assume because the signing is free that they're rubbish mm. <laughs> and it's like mm. no this makes no sense <laughs> like this mm. makes no sense at all um 
Like, would you rather us just pay 50 million for Perisic than you just feel a little bit better? And say, yeah. oh, we've got this really experienced veteran now who's worth so much. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, it, it's ridiculous. Like, from all accounts, like, and our, you know, friend of the pod, Nima. Um, yeah. I think what he posted about saying that Perisic had, like, you know, really, really good season mm. um, in Serie A. And my understanding of Perisic is that he's not a player that necessarily relies on speed as much, but because he's both footed and he's, like, just apparently just, like, equal, like, there really is no difference between his right and left foot, which is very rare because even a lot of other both-footed players, they still prefer one side. Mm. Uh, but my understanding of is because he can just go both ways, he is just excellent at creating space for himself and, and creating space to get crosses in. Um, and he scores goals and he does everything. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I think it's a really good signing. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's awesome. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so burnt by our summer, you know, two seasons ago, three seasons ago with the end on ballet, La Celso, that I, every time we sign a player at all, I just don't, I don't, I'm not like thinking that it's going to be a flop, but I just don't want to say anything until I see them play um, and play over a series of matches. But it, like having watched, you know, lots of techno backed uh, clips of him playing, <laughs> like he seems awesome. So uh, yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, I love all those cops when you just do get whoever's put it up. It's very much obviously their personal choice in music. Mm. And it doesn't match the player at all. And they don't care. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, it's not important. I, I don't understand why everyone that makes those videos loves techno. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Especially when it's like, yeah, he's a skillful, silky player. Like, uh, te- like I don't, if it was like a real aggressive defender or something, I'm like, okay, maybe that fits in with the mindset. Mm. Um, or if you're making like a Roy Keane one back in the day about just a violent guy. Mm. Um, but anything else, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Sandstorm. And maybe it's just the person that's in charge of music at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe it's actually like, Barney, we'll go over to Europe and finally catch some games. And we'll realize like, oh, hang on, these comps, it wasn't the comp maker who put this music on. That's just playing throughout the games in the stadium <laughs> yeah. nonstop. They actually have DJs just going the whole time. <laughs> and the fans, there's like a weird sworn like secrecy, secrecy around <laughs> mentioning it. No one mentions it. But when you're there, you're like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the broadcasters use some like noise canceling software to <laughs> remove that. So when we're watching at home, we're like, oh, we're here as the fans. That's pretty good. Mm. Um, but yeah, in the stadium, it's like this big in joke that we're not a part of. Yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, let us know if this is true. <laughs> <laughs> if you regularly go to games, let us know. Yeah, if please theory, let us know. If this theory is accurate or not. Uh, obviously outgoing wise, um, uh, Galini, uh, RIP. Oh, the, the merchant of good vibes has gone. The merchant of good vibes has disappeared. Um, and his, uh, I feel sorry. <laughs> has anyone checked in on Paratici? Because that mm. was his bud. He would always have him on the sideline, just n- mm. absolutely nibbling his ear off. Um, and yeah, I, I, it's weird. I feel sad about Galini leaving, but there is no way that we should have even considered keeping him as a footballer. Yeah. It's, I was like, maybe he could be a coach or a vibes person, but he's also like really young. And of course he wants to play football, but I also don't understand how he's going to go and play football because he's terrible. 
I, I would love it if the, the paratitchi had a crack and he's like, um, he's like, oh, go there, come in, come in, come in. Um, look, do you want to maybe just be good vibes here? <laughs> Retire early right now and just good vibes. <laughs> what do you think? Good vibes? Or do you want to go and play, you know, put on the gloves, stinky gloves, and, you know, you do stand there freezing cold. Or you could uh, good vibes. Good vibes. Good vibes doesn't have stink or oh, smelly, stinky gloves. So, oh, Pongy, pongy. <laughs> no, no. Instead, you wear these perfumed good vibes gloves. <laughs> the, cl the gloves are Gucci. Yeah, Gucci gloves. Do you want to try them on? Um, yeah, I, I think he must be very upset. Oh, totally. Because he's always, even when for the, um, the, the Norwich videos that they showed, like after the game in the dressing rooms and stuff, and he's right there next to Conte. Like, I think he's congratulating Sot. Like, he's always there. He, he seemed to love it so much. Um, he would, I, I agree. He would be devastated <laughs> that he would be, um, heading back. But I think for us to make the move permanent, it was going to be something like 20 million or something like that. Imagine. Oh my God. Imagine. It was amazing when we got him. Cause it was like, Oh, Atlanta. Yeah, sure. I mean, they're pretty good. And, um, okay, we'll see how this guy goes. And then, you know, in the few games that he played, it was like, Oh my God, this guy's bad. <laughs> yeah. And it's like. You know, some people take the, the approach of like, he didn't play that much, so we can't really know. But then it's like, yeah, but when we did see him, he really didn't look that convincing. And he looked like, he didn't look like, you can see these young keepers where you're like, oh my God, incredible. Like that shot stopping is unbelievable. He's definitely making some mistakes, but wow, look at that. Look at that. And I feel with Galini when we watched him, we didn't really see any massive upside that sort of counteracted like the lack of experience that he had. Yeah, there was no upside. There was nothing that you could see from his. I mean, maybe he's going to go on and be the next Buffon, but um, it like everything that we saw, there was nothing that was like, well, he's going to get really good at that thing. It was just like he was across the board bad. Yeah, I would like. In some ways, it seems like we're considering winning something as finishing fourth and top top four. Mm -hmm. I would love it if Galini just went round from club to club. And it's like, he never played, but then at the end of the career, you could like, look at all this and you're like, hang on. And you just look at every single club that he'd been at. It's like the team had started doing better. The morale improved <laughs> yeah. and it would just be this big in-depth, like maybe we'll have to, we'll have to wait like 15 years and then make a Galini documentary, hopefully proving this to be true, that it's just, you know, he's good vibes and his happiness around everyone. Uh, you know, that was important and that, that had an effect. Yeah. I mean. And obviously now there'll be a huge lack of uh, techno music at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium if it exists, because obviously him being a DJ, you know, that ties into it. I, I would love to see, like I know, oh, the football documentaries, it's always like Neymar and Messi and blah, 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 blah. And you get these really, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Like clean, you don't really get to see anything. It's all very well put together. I want a, a Galini documentary that is honest and just shows the vibe, like the vibes. That's it. Totally. I I'd like to your point before, like I would love it if that's includes behind the scenes of like him on the bench and he's just asking anyone if they've got the aux cable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, do you have the aux cable? And it's like, yeah. mate, we're in the middle of the game. I, I, why would they have <laughs> yeah. it linked through the bench? Like, yeah. Be a good idea. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm bored. I don't know. I don't know. I'm loving, I'm loving this. I'm, I, but also, you know, give me something to do. <laughs> um, I think it was funny in the behind the scenes thing. I think it was Eric Dyer who, when they got into the, the 
the dressing room after Norwich game, he did put on the Champions League music from his <laughs> yeah. phone. Yeah. Um, which I liked is just a little moment of like, that's something that we would do just as people, like something you know stupid like that. But then just to see a footballer just getting back into the change room, like, hey boys, hey boys, hang on, check this out. And mm. then grabbing their phone, like, you know, Bluetooth, like connecting it up and then going, <laughs> good job, <yeah." laughs> yeah. I love what I think was great about it. Like it was hilarious, but also it was like, you know, whenever there's chat about like, the players don't care. They just come for their paycheck and then they piss off to Spain on holiday. Like they <laughs> obviously care so much that, like you said, they'd be like, guys, 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 just hang on. Just uh, connect my Bluetooth. Uh, champion. Like it, it means, you know, like it really does mean something. And um, they're excited to be back. Oh, definitely. Um, because, yeah, I think we've, you know, we've, we've spoken previously about this thing of, this idea of just because they're paid a lot, then that's all that they think about through everything else. But I feel it's kind of like with everything, like whenever you get like a pay rise, whenever you get paid more for something, it's like, there's that initial bump of like, oh, this is nice. But then like a week or two later, you like, you have the same emotions and feelings as what you had previously. Like, um, totally. And I'm sure like, and I know there's a bunch of like, you know, psychological studies on it, which have gone like, you know, if you earn above this amount, there's not actually a huge increase in like happiness, the more you get paid and all mm. that sort of stuff. Mm. So yeah, I think it's like, whilst they get do, so whilst they do get paid a lot, like within their world, within their bubble, like everyone is getting paid a lot. So it kind of, you know, negates all that in a sense. And they do just have these, you know, normal emotions that they get really excited for things. They get really excited when we, we, we qualify for Champions League. I love the idea of them playing and the whole time they're just like, well, I'll pass the ball here and now back to thinking about money. My money that I will receive. Oh, I've got the ball again. Okay. Um, uh, money. Oh, no, I've lost it. I was thinking about money while I had the ball and I got tackled. Oh, doesn't matter though because I've got money. It's so bizarre and so de... I mean, that's the whole problem that these people are held up on pedestals and they're completely dehumanized. Um, and that is like the root of a lot of uh, issues around... Um, how people talk and, you know, perceive footballers. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. And so, you know, when you actually hold those things up to the light, you're like, wait, that's insane. Um, yeah. But it's also quite easy to forget that that is the case. That these people are human beings who take holidays. Uh, <laughs> that is one hell of a segue. <laughs> that is one hell of a segue. <laughs> um, I just want to very quickly touch on something, buddy. Damn it. No, yep. Sorry. So <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just, do it again. I'll do it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we could we could mm. rewind. I don't know. That wouldn't solve anything. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking. Do you reckon that there was like you know whoever the Galini equivalent is at Arsenal once they got finished their Everton game? Do you think they got on and they plugged in and started playing the Europa League thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They did. They definitely did. And they were all like, "Yay!" <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. We got it. Um, yeah. there was, cause Arsenal fans just piled into us about celebrating champions league, but did you see <laughs> Arsenal celebrating the players celebrating thrashing Everton playing for nothing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Um, it's so fun. Like I get the, as much as it's annoying when people are like, Oh, Tottenham haven't won a trophy and whatever. I'm like, yeah. Okay. It, your club has won a trophy. Well done. But for Arsenal fans to mock us for celebrating the Champions League when they haven't played in it, 
for, I, I saw something the other day, it was like 2000 something days or like five years or whatever it was. Um, it's like, you can't, you there's no, you've got no pedestal to stand on here. Yeah. You're definitely. playing in the Europa League again. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it, it is so weird that it just results, sorry, reverts back to that trophies trophy and talking th things that happened like a couple of years ago or, or longer when you win the league it's like it's so weird because like in real life like whenever are we out talking about something um and then it's like oh we haven't been out for a nice meal in a while oh what about 2013 we went out for a great meal <laughs> yeah. you're like what what is it stop it <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore it really doesn't matter um and it really came out to me on the um, I don't know if you caught the the overlap, the fan debate where Barty yeah. was on um, and Ty from AFTV just ruined the whole thing <laughs> just by shouting, trophies, 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 <laughs> nonstop. Yeah. I mean, you're, that's the perfect, like, oh, should we go out for dinner? Oh, we can't quite make it. You can't quite make dinner, can you? Oh, well, guess what? <laughs> In 2001, I had the best steak I've ever had. <laughs> Oh, it was so delicious. Like, oh, good, great. Uh, are you going out for steak tonight? No, not allowed. <laughs> not allowed, but in 2001, they <laughs> come with tartar sauce and I asked for it and they made it for me. They made it for me. It was unbelievable. So yummy. So you haven't had a steak since then? No, no, not allowed. <laughs> like, wh what? It, it's so ridiculous and like it's just it's so funny that we, it's so funny that we caught them and that we, we finished above them when mm. they were going on about oh all their rubbish so much and yeah i think now it's like it's just so funny seeing who arsenal are gonna manage to sign because who's gonna want to go to a europa league team same problem we had previously yeah yeah uh oh go play in the europa league and be uh managed by the lego man <laughs> Or go to another club where you have an Italian god uh, <laughs> taking you through the gates of the Champions League. Like, which what, one are you going to pick? What do you want, Italian god or Lego man? Y yeah, which one? Choose. No, you choose. No, <laughs> you make the choice. I would um, like it if Arteta did actually get his place. So I've been watching um, a little bit of Lego Masters um, mm. lately. Well, because you're know, having a little baby around, you're like, well, what TV can we put on that's like not violent and like you know destructive? Yeah. And so uh, a bit of Lego Masters in the, on in the background. And whenever I see, I just keep like thinking and waiting that like Arteta is going to pop out as like the special guest judge. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, and, like it's, I just can't get that out of my head. Since you've implanted <laughs> Lego Man, it's like I'm just watching that show and I'm all I'm seeing is Mikel Arteta. I want because i know that there's i'm not sure if it's official lego uh blocks you know how you can buy like the stadiums and you can build the stadium and yeah um i'm waiting i don't know if there's an emirates one but i and if it comes with an arteta lego man i will buy it throw the emirates in the bin just so i can have the little arteta um because it's like really having him here yeah it's the same. And he's just, he would be just a good as manager if you just put exactly. little Lego Arteta. Imagine that if like Arsenal have gone like, you know what? Um, we do actually think Arteta's not doing a great job. So we are going to replace him with a tiny little Lego version of himself. And mm. there'll be someone just wheeling him out <laughs> onto the touchline <laughs> before each game and just leaving him there to manage the team. Yeah. Every manager team talk is, everything is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> everything is great when you're part of a team. Um 
Yeah, I would love to see that. I'd love to see that. And, and it also works, you know, like with the Lego movie, Chris Pratt being the lead, he's um, horrific and so is Arteta. So like there's that great sort of crossover there. Um, before I, I get in, uh, do a, a brilliant segue, um, have we, because I feel like it's been done for weeks now, the Fraser Forster signing. Um, I've seen so many confirmed Fraser Forster things, but nothing from the club yet, or have I just missed it? Yeah. So my understanding about around this is that technically the transfer window isn't actually open yet, or it's opening in maybe the 10th of June, something like that. And I think that when it comes to free agents, um, again, my understanding is I think that you can't sign them technically if they're like within England or within the Premier League until the 1st of July, but you uh-huh. can sign free agents from other leagues. Uh huh. Okay. This Even when I'm saying this, it sounds stupid. So it could not be accurate, but I've got a feeling that I read something about that somewhere as to why Perisic was announced, even though that all seemed to happen after um, mm. Forster. So Forster is, it's all nailed on. It's, it's, it's confirmed, but they just can't announce it until the 1st of July or maybe when the transfer window opens in a week or so. Yeah. I, I saw some uh, meme and I can't remember it properly. So this is going to be a terrible description, but it was something, it was to do with uh, Steve Hitchin looking at Paratici and seeing that he'd made signings before the window had started um, and being shocked that that was possible <laughs> because yeah. it is funny. Like if you think about, Obviously, there's been a lot of stuff said about Hitchin after his comments in the documentary, and some of it's fair, some of it's not. But really, it is quite strange for us to have uh, signed two players and returned one on loan, uh, and apparently uh, shopping Bergwijner around at the moment. And it's all already happening, as opposed to three weeks into the window. Oh, definitely. Like it is, it's different. And this is why, like, I, when I'm talking talk about this, or when I tweet about this, and I'm like. Hey, things are happening. This is okay. We can all chill. <laughs> and then you get people, like, what's actually happened? We've only got a player on a free who's 33. Um, and just piping up and you're like, it's, it technically hasn't even started yet. Like just chill. It's, it's so fine. And like by the indications of making these signings, it, it doesn't mean we're just going to get a free player and then that's it. We're not going to do anything else. It's like, cool. We can get this done easy. Get that out of the way. Sweet. Sorted. Move on to the next. Um, like these are multi-million pound deals and there would be so much work involved in the structuring of all these because it's like all different clubs would have different ways of how they want to pay and installments and loan to buys and all this sort of stuff. So uh, when you like, when you're trying to ship out a whole bunch of players and also trying to get a whole bunch in and negotiate for them and, um, there's so much stuff to do. So I'm, I'm just impressed that we've actually, you know, done something this early. Yeah, totally. It's, it's fantastic. Um, long may it continue. Long may Paratici cook his slow, delicious broth. <laughs> his slow, delicious broth. Something mm. just sounds so unappealing about broth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Long may Paratici, uh, cook slowly, enjoy the flavors of his own making, uh, like one might do when they're on holiday. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So uh, there's obviously all the players are on holiday. (laughs) (laughs) None more active on his holiday than Eric Dyer. 
Yeah, Eric Dyer is all over the place, um, mm -hmm. which I love. I love Dyer. I love Dyer. Yeah, I love him too. I finally yeah. listened to the High Performance Podcast episode with him. Mm. Um, long overdue, and yeah, I just I love Dyer. Had a mm. you know, had a great and had a great season as well. So it, it almost it doesn't feel like a guilty pleasure to like Dyer right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like genuinely like him. Well, he's a really good guy, and he's really clever, and he's really interesting, and he's got that veggie patch, <laughs> and that's why I like him. <laughs> but what about football? It's like, well, no, well, he's he's had a really good year, but not good enough for England apparently, Ugh. which is so funny. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, the, yeah, the the English team selections—they're always just very bizarre in that mm. manner, and it's kind of. It's kind of weird. I feel like at international level, like there really shouldn't be that much loyalty because it's really about who's playing the best for from your country at that time. Mm. Um, because it's like just as much as, you know, you go, oh, we want to keep Harry Maguire in the setup because, oh, we love him. He's so, and it's like, well, he's been playing so badly. Mm. And like, what about all the other English setbacks? Like it would actually <laughs> done really well. Like you need to reward them with a call up. And it doesn't mean Harry can't Harry McGuire can't get back in in the future, but mm. it's like I just can't I just can't understand why Dyer, who had such a good record since Conte came in, like the games that he played for us and the games that he missed, like how that can just be overlooked, um, and he's not even in the setup. But look, I guess that has allowed him to go on his adventures. Exactly. And he popped up at the the NBA. I think a. Conference finals or conference semifinals game in Miami with uh, yeah. Tanganga and I think Austin as well. I, when I saw Tanganga, my reaction was, oh, good, he's still alive, <laughs> which is an insane reaction to have because he's just been on loan. But I was like, oh, yeah, oh, thank goodness. Um, but Wait, sorry, I no, he's, what... been, uh, he's been injured. What? I thought he was on loan. Tanganga? Yeah, he's been injured. He's been injured. Oh, wow. He's been on loan to the hospital. Now. He's been on loan to the hospital. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. the... <laughs> well, maybe yeah. that maybe to someone he was like, just tell people I'm on loan. And like, Tanganga, it's, like, it's an injury. We have to report the injury. No, just yeah. say I'm on loan somewhere. Like, Come on. I, I don't want to get known as the injured guy. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. that happens to other people and it ruins their career. Like, just say I'm on loan somewhere. Well, where are we going to say you're on loan? Where? Where? <laughs> oh, Turkey. No, we're not going to say you're on loan in Turkey. No. <laughs> We, we have to report, it's it's medical records. They're shown here, Jaffet. <laughs> Please. Um, I wonder what will happen with him this season. Because I just imagine him, I mean, obviously we know he didn't have a great year. Of it. He was injured, but also prior to that, like, yeah. but I just, he, to me, seems like the kind of player that Conte could turn into someone really, really good. Um, but also equally, I feel like, and uh, maybe I've read this, that Conte is like not interested. I'm not sure. Yeah. I think there's a lot of, I don't know. It's like with a lot of our players, there's a lot of reporting on various things and it's really hard to know which is accurate. Um, because yeah, Conte could not have much time for Tanganga or he could be going, you know what, can really get something out of him once he gets fit again. And I mean... I had a guess, like, I, I, I think Conte could actually get something out of him. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like he's, when did his injury happen? I think it happened around the turn of the year. Um, it was pretty bad. It was pretty, it was, it was one of those just like season ending done. So I, I wonder how much like Conte's really got to actually see with, see him and 
I don't know. I prefer us to keep Tanganga for at least another season rather than say going out and trying to buy another, you know, right center back or someone like that to, to do that. When I think the jury's kind of still out on him with, 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 you know, where he could end up. Hello there, a bit Spursy listener. It's me, Barney. And me, Dan. And we are here to tell you some fantastic news. We have started a free Discord to which you can go on and chat all things Tottenham Hotspur and other related concepts. <laughs> yeah, to join that, uh, head to discord.gg slash abitspursy. That's correct. We also now have a Patreon to which you can pay for Spurs-related content. <laughs> and, it sounds like a scam. It's not a scam here. It's, it's not a scam. We're not scamming. We're not scamming. It's, uh, look, we, we love uh, you know creating this podcast and there's a whole bunch of other things that we want to do with some streams. Uh, some watch-alongs and, and these sort of bits and pieces. If you would like to help us out and support us there, we'd really appreciate it. We'll be able to create more Spurs, Spurs content and uh, sort of have fun doing that. So if you'd like to do that, uh, please head to patreon.com slash a bit Spurs. Uh, the more of you that are on the Patreon, the less time I have to spend in the coal mine, which is my job. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get Barney out of the coal mine. And uh, yeah, all links can be found uh, on our website at abitspursy.com. Moving through the dire Instagram, uh, we could, we, this is great, a great resource to talk about players. There's a, there's a shot of him playing on an orange basketball court. Um, it's unclear uh, who's present, but the next shot, the next shot looks like him and uh, the Irish Messi, Matt Doherty, on some kind of lifeboat leaving the Titanic. Um, <laughs> and I'm really pleased they both made it. Uh, Doherty has got some kind of strange, well, they both got lanyards on, but Doherty, his phone is, or his wallet is there, which makes it look like he's got a water bottle around his neck. Um, <laughs> keep those fluids up. Well, that was uh, at the Monaco GP. Ah, okay. Um, cause there's another, there was a video that Eric put up as a story, which had like just Matt Doherty just in the wind, just struggling. Like they're on a speedboat, I think. And he's just struggling to like, hold on to his, his jacket. And... <laughs> And everything. So I'm like, all right, that's great. But like, look, he's having such a great time. Mm. Such a great time. And Doherty's like, Doherty's just like low key BFFs with some like crucial players for us. Cause yeah. um, obviously we knew about him and Kane, like they just bond over their love of golf. And there's been some photos of them in the past, like um, going off on golfing trips where it, it's always like three players and then a random dude. Um, mm. I assume the Ram dude is like one of their good friends or something, but I always have just, it always, I just find it funny when it's like three athletes and then some out of shape guy. <laughs> like, yeah. Cause you, for a second you go, hang on, who's that? Which player is that? And then you're like, no, they mm. can't be a player. Surely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, after their divorce, um, uh, Dyer and Delhi no longer are holidaying together. Although usually there's a shot at some point where they are together. Um, but they're in Delhi put up a story of one of the, it was like family holiday or something like that. And one of his mates drinking is sculling a beer and he looks a lot like Kulisevsky. And I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Decky? <laughs> 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 what are you doing on holiday with Delhi? Don't get out of there. Um, he'll, some of his bad, uh, bad curse magic is going to come yeah. off on you. Um, please, you need to leave. But I'm pretty sure it's just, uh, Delhi's mate who he used to live with. Um, who's now his manager, I think. Yeah, I, I it, it could be. Sorry, I was I was looking on Delhi's Instagram as well, and I, 
I did something caught my eye that uh, there was, there is a photo with him from eight weeks ago with Eric Dyer out at dinner oh. where Dyer is. And he's also with, guess who else is there? Son, Cessignon and old mate Galini. <laughs> <laughs> Just having an absolute blast. They're the only, it looks like they're the only guys there. Um, and yeah, the guy is just like holding some breadsticks sitting next to him and he's, I think, giving him a present. So they're, maybe they're just like, look, Deli, we've got to kind of keep this on the low down right now. Mm. Um, mm. We can't be really seen in public together. We can do private rooms in restaurants. <laughs> yeah. uh, no holidays. Oh, come on, Eric. Let me come to St. Tropez. <laughs> yeah, please. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Me and Doherty are going on the Titanic ride <laughs> at the Monaco Grand Prix <laughs> and you can't come. <laughs> oh, please. Please. Um, then we've also got, uh, moving on from that, phew, what a cameo, none other than Moussa Dembele uh, is the... <laughs> the goat himself. That's so, that, that, that caught me off guard because I was like, yeah. oh, which other Spurs player is he going to be hanging? Also, I like that it, it seems like he segregates his time. <laughs> like, we, <laughs> like Matt Doherty could have been like, well, Eric, you reckon I could come over to like the basketball? <laughs> no, no, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You no, have no. the Monaco weekend. We've been through this. You yeah. have the Monaco <laughs> GP, Jaffet and <laughs> Jaffet and uh, and Brandon. They've got the basketball. Yeah, and then and then I'm sorry, but we need to cut the Monaco GP weekend a little early because I've got to go meet uh, Moussa Dembélé and go and play three on three in a garden with him. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I just had this thought, Marty, that like our listeners probably tune in and be like, oh, I wonder what transfer news they're going to talk about. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we've done that. We've done that. We've now done we're that. simply reviewing the Instagrams. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, we're not going to get caught in the stupid back and forth of just trying to guess who Spurs are going to sign and mm. play into all that just rubbish chatter online. Mm. We're going to write fan fiction about Eric Dyer's holiday experiences and how he talks to his friends. Yeah. Well, at least we have evidence, Dan. We've got hard evidence. That's what we talk about in this podcast. Hard evidence. We don't, we don't muse about things that may or may not happen. We take evidence and we run with it. Yeah, definitely. Evidence, evidence only from this point onwards, everything will be fact-checked. There will be at least one or two visual references that we can mm. confirm as well. Uh, we put them through a Photoshop test to make sure that yep. they haven't been doctored. Um, of course. And yeah, <laughs> there we go. I'm, it looks like, so Dyer's, uh, that wasn't very long ago. It was like a day ago, I think, that he was with with uh, Dembele. So even maybe over the next week or so, we hopefully might see uh, some more snaps. Of, oh, uh, I can't wait. Where in the world is Eric Dyer? Where in the world is Eric Dyer? Now, in... Uh... Something I didn't, I didn't like, I love Kulisevsky so much, mm -hmm. but his, his only post is a sunset. He's with, uh, a hooded figure. He's got his arm around them. And the caption is, look what God made. Oh, no. Oh, that's. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a fan. Not a fan of that. Come on. Although he did score <laughs> in the, um international game so well done as did pierre as did sonny yeah well maybe maybe decky's referring to look what god made calling himself god and referring oh. to the goal that he scored oh and it's like and the way he chose to celebrate the goal was to go out and see a sunset 
It's a very, mm. very, very long-winded explanation for why it could be that. Um, but that that could be <laughs> possibly well, the explanation behind the photo. If he is referring to himself as God, um, that might imply that he did create the sunset and the person next to him. Yeah. So who knows? I mean, you know, we only stick to evidence on this podcast. So... Yeah, I, um, I like it's like we've taken a very like hard right turn into like right. <laughs> let's talk politics and religion here, yeah. and uh, how we don't like God being called responsible for things. <laughs> yeah. I um, there was an interview with Harry Kane talking about the England squad selection, and he was like, "Oh, Eric Dyer is a great player, and you know it's a shame he wasn't called up, and blah blah blah." And he talks about how he's like, "Oh, I'm really good mates with um Eric," and it just to me felt so David Brentish. To, to be like, oh, yeah, Eric, me and him are great mates. It's like, never seen him on, on your holidays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ever seen? Yeah, you don't really feature, do you, mate? I would love it if the, the interview just comes back. I'm like, oh, do we have a bit of evidence for that? Yeah. Hard evidence, like images. Yeah, can you show us a photo? Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Oh, this hard-hitting <laughs> journalist just asked for a photo <laughs> yeah. for everything. To back up every, every case. It, it's interesting. On Harry Kane. Um, because now it's you know a week and a bit ago he did uh, he did appear on Jimmy Fallon, uh, um, yeah. Sorry, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel. No, I Jimmy watched... Fallon, <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. I get confused with all the Jimmy's. Jimmy yeah, Fallon, one of the Jimmy's. I've watched it because I was too afraid of the cringe. So okay, not as cringe as I thought it was going to be, but mm-hmm. to me the funny thing was just seeing Jimmy Fallon. Obviously, know nothing about the sport, and it's just some of the things that he said was just like, oh, what and you scored like. 50 goals? Wow! Like, what the hell? What even? What? <laughs> <laughs> and then Harry's just kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's good. I love playing for England. <laughs> and it's, but it's just like, like, I quite like Jimmy Fallon. I find him like, you know, he's funny enough when you see him. Uh, but just that enthusiasm, you're just like, you can tell he doesn't know anything about, he doesn't know who Harry Kane is. He's got no yeah. idea who this guy is. And he's like, Wait, so you kick a ball? Like, how do you, well, how do you even think to do that? What? <laughs> Wait, it's round? Is it a wheel? No. <laughs> you're kicking wheels? What? Yeah. <laughs> um, it wasn't as crazy as I thought it would be. Like, I thought Harry was, he did better. It, it, it struck at the start of the interview. I looked at it and I was like, you know what? I think for Kane, this stuff doesn't necessarily come super easy for him. No. Like you just see some people and you're like, you know, in social situations like that, like they're not the most comfortable all the time. Mm. Um, and so I was like, yeah, fine. You know, putting himself on a, a, a late night show and doing that. Yeah. I got time for that. That's fine. Um, but it just, there wasn't even a mention of Spurs at all. It just seemed to talk about the world cup um, <laughs> coming up again, which, <laughs> Fallon had no idea about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Um, but it's, I think, yeah, Kane's, he's, he's doing a few bits of pieces because there's also, there's the Harry Kane exhibition, which is, I think at the, at the London museum or at one of the London museums right now. Um, mm. and it's basically an exhibition with a whole bunch of, uh, Harry Kane, I was going to say propaganda, but I mean, memorabilia. <laughs> <laughs> propaganda. Propaganda. Um, and I think it's to sort of just inspire people that, the, the take I got from how Kane explained it was like, it's to inspire people that like, you know, he, he was a late bloomer. He, uh, you know, wasn't this like incredible young hot talent all the way through, but it's to inspire people that you can, you know, um, make something yourself through hard work and taking that approach to things. Um, mm. apparently though, there is one, there is a little like changing room, like cubicle thing there. Um, and 
one of the features is like you can go and sit there and sort of see how character like what Harry Kane in, like listens to to inspire himself before games. Oh my god! I really want to know what that what is playing in that like what music is playing in there. Oh my god! It could be anything, Dan. It could be anything with him. It could be like the sound of um uh like a mother pig. It could it could be Oasis. It could be um imagine, ball imagine, bearings in a bag. Like who knows what it is that he listens to. Imagine that you go there, you're like, oh sorry, sorry, so um I think there's a problem with this exhibit because it's just got ball bearings in a bag sound effect <laughs> on YouTube playing. Um and yeah. it's supposed to be his pregame. Like, no, no, that's what Harry listens to every game. <laughs> every game. He loves the way they jingle. <laughs> Could he, be. Wanted, he wanted to have that in all or nothing, but we couldn't get the rights. Yeah. <laughs> to the ball bearing. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's, t- it's tough. It's, it's tough out there. <laughs> um, I would look, honestly, if, if that exhibition was here in Melbourne, I would go down. Oh, absolutely. I would go just for that. I can imagine going in and sitting and listening, whatever it is that plays, everyone that goes in and sits down, comes out with the same slick back hairdo. Yeah. <laughs> like, stare completely. Like, oh, what? What's happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's interesting though, like, because Kane is such a, um, a non-controversial figure, I would say mm. there's like, it could also be a bit of a boring exhibition too. Yeah. Like yeah. I'd want someone to have had some fun with it. It sounds like they were sort of clutching at straws when they go, let's have a, a little dressing room where we play the music he listens to before a game. Well, that, 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 I don't know. That's kind of cool if it's done the right way, but. Um, I wonder if there's any controversy, like, is there some of the controversy from last year? Like, is there, mm. is there a little spicy section behind a curtain? Yeah. Hang on. That sounds like I'm saying there's like a Harry Kane porn section in the ex- exhibition, yeah. which I'm not trying to say. <laughs> a spicy section. But just something like, I feel like, you know, there's, there's gotta be a bit more dirt on Harry. Yeah. There's gotta be. There always is. There always is. Maybe we'll come out um, an autobiography. By Gillian Balag at the, uh, so Gillian Balag at the end of Harry's career. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it will. Oh God, that would be, if there's not, that would be the most boring, <laughs> but biography <laughs> of all time. <laughs> Oof. I'd like to just be like, all right, Harry. So we're going to sit down and, um, you know, just, just give me some ideas to put in the book and, um, we'll start working on something and it's like, well, I worked hard. Okay. <laughs> uh, cool. Anything else? Well, I'll just work hard. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll spin uh, that into 600 pages. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you uh, just want to look at something amusing, sorry, now I'm, I'm like doing investigative journalism on who's liked, whose posts on Instagram, where they are, but there yeah. is a post on Sonny's Instagram. <laughs> if you, the first one, if you look at it, it looks like there is a man who plays for South Korea that has the head of a small boy. Oh, hang on. I, I see that one. It's just yeah. like the position of like the, the mascot or whoever it is, is just like standing yeah. right. It's, it's lined up perfectly. <laughs> perfectly lined up. It is upsetting to look at. It's, um, yeah, it's Sonny celebrating his hundred games for Korea with, with a picture of, uh, him morphing into a little boy, man. <laughs> Um, which, I mean, he is kind of a little boy, man. So it, it is, you know, sort of accurate. It is. Do you know, when I first saw that photo, I was like, hang on, hang on a damn second. Um, does Son have two kids? 
That's what I th- I was just going through. Wait, there's a little boy man that plays for South Korea. Wait, who are those two kids? Does Son have two children? I thought he wasn't allowed girlfriends. What the hell? Yeah. But then it's like, he doesn't mention anything in there about it. Um, to that. And I'm like, we would know if Son had kids. Yeah. I think, well, yeah. I, well hang on. I think we would. <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean, uh, I'm still going off the fact that he's not allowed to have girlfriends. So. Yeah. Like I, it, it would be a big shock if it's like, oh no, no. Back. Back home in Korea, son's very yeah. public with his family and, and everything, yeah. but just doesn't want to talk about them when he's in England. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about, uh, you were saying that there is a, uh, this is kind of transfer related. So um, if you made it through that, look, you're back to news. Um, not that that wasn't news. Um, the scout at the Denmark game that Hoybier scored at, what, there was some, some, there was a Spurs scout there or something. Yeah. So Paul O'Keefe on Twitter, who, mm-hmm. um, he's a, a, a registered FA intermediary. Uh, he's not a journalist, um, nor, nor is he sort of an agent, but he's usually got a, a bit of a scoop on like transfer news from Spurs. He's pretty sort of spot on with, with mm-hmm. things like that. Um, and he put up a, a photo of, it just said a host of clubs, including Tottenham watching Denmark this evening. Um, mm-hmm. And the list of clubs, there is uh, Krotische Verband, never heard of them, FC Osberg, uh, Torino Football Club, Bayer Leverkusen, West Ham United, uh. Manchester United, Borussia Dortmund, Salzburg 08, uh, Trabzonspor, Istanbul Spor, and then Tottenham Hotspur Football and Athletic Co. Limited. <laughs> what? And it's really funny that like all the other clubs are like, West Ham United, Manchester mm. United. Tottenham Hotspur Football and Athletic Co. Limited. What? And it's like, what, does that, no one else have to put the legal name down on like who's attending the game? Yeah, but we do. Or is it like a we public on the stock market? What's the deal there? Yeah, it's just I've never seen us written as that and Athletic mm. Co. Limited. What is the and Athletic Co.? Yeah, who's who's in that? What's the adjacent athletic things that we're... We're not seeing. Because if you hear about that for Real Madrid, Barcelona, that sort of thing, like they've got basketball teams that play. They've got like volleyball teams. They've got all that sort of mm. stuff. To my knowledge, we don't have anything apart from our football teams. Mm. So what little, st- what what has let, what has Daniel let yeah. slip by getting this let- information out? Again, this is hard evidence that we bring to this podcast. <laughs> um, what has happened here? What is this Athletic Co. Limited? <laughs> what other teams are... It's probably something to do with like the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could be that. And it's just like, yeah. How do we, oh, Daniel, how do we make sure all of our interests are covered in our legal name? I don't know. Athletic Co. Limited. Yeah. Make perfect. some vague thing on the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Cause like Co. as well. Like Anyway, anyway, this is, this is getting mm. distracted. Um, <laughs> at that game, um, I don't, we wouldn't send scouts to go watch Hoybier play. We don't need to see that. Yeah. So I assume. That there's probably having a little cheeky look at Christian, although at the same time, we don't really need to see Christian play. We know enough about him anyway, mm. but there's been rumors that it could be Marla, the, the wing back, yep. um, who we might've been looking at maybe possibly like Damsgaard, the, 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 the winger that they've got. So, uh, we're definitely looking at someone at that game. Mm. Um, it could have been the other team. I, I'm not sure who they were playing, but I don't think, I think it was Austria maybe. Um, mm. so Look, when people say Spurs aren't doing things, Paratici's being lazy, he's not doing anything. 
we're sending out scouts towards Denmark. So something's yeah. going on. Some stuff is brewing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess this maybe leads on a little bit to like Ericsson is what a lot of people are talking about right now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of rhetoric. Will this happen? Will it won't happen? He wants Champions League. He could come. All this stuff, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I feel like we both spoke about this before. We would take him back if that was to happen. 100%. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we're probably the same on Bale, who has now said that he's going to delay his retirement <laughs> mm. <laughs> now that Wales have qualified for the World Cup. Mm. Um, so give us some more free transfers, Paratici. Yeah, come on. Did you see that um, someone asked Bale, have you had, um, you know, like, have you had offers? And he was like, heaps. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, heaps. Um, that sounds I like saw... the guy who's had no offers ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, God, coming out of my ears, these offers. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> my pinned back ears. <laughs> it's like someone, it's like if you, you went out clubbing or whatever, like, oh, Barney, do you get any, any phone numbers of any uh, potential mm-hmm. partners or anything? Like, oh, heaps, mate. Heaps. Yeah. Heaps. So, so many. <laughs> so many. <laughs> well, well um, I have to get a new wallet for all the numbers, mate. So many. <laughs> I, I, I saw this tweet because Rob McKenney, who owns Wrexham uh, with Ryan Reynolds, mm-hmm. retweeted it and said something like, um, some joke about them signing Gareth Bale. And I kind of would almost prefer that to happen than him play for us because I find him playing for us very stressful uh, because I don't <laughs> want him to uh, like tarnish any kind of legacy that he has. And so when he plays, I just feel so stressed and I don't want that because uh, it was awful. So are you a, are you a Bale out no, I want, but I mean, I want him more oh, than, okay. I want him so bad. Gotcha. But I know that if we have him, it's going to be the same with Christian Eriksen. I'm going to be so stressed every time they play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I I don't know. I want I, I want it, but I don't. But I do. <laughs> but you don't. <laughs> but you kind of do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I get what you mean with that and like tarnishing things and, and, and all that. But I don't know. With both of them, to me, it feels like there's still just, you know, some unfinished business. Um, and playing with Conte, like someone who's got such a strict and tight system, like we know mm. how Bale and, and Ericsson are so good technically. Mm. Um, and so I don't think they're going to be players who will just kind of, you know, do their own thing, not listen to instructions, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, <laughs> hopefully get them back. Or if not, Bale will go. It'd be interesting if he's like, yeah, I'm going to Wrexham before the world cup. Because like, <laughs> I mean, the Welsh national team, they're not going to drop him. <laughs> so yeah. like, yeah. theoretically he could, he could go, he could just go, you know what? I'm going to chill for six months and Wales would still be like, yep, no worries. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. We'll have you. We'll have you. Let's take a free kick or two and then we're good. Yeah. Well, I wonder if for the world cup, because Australia just then, I mean, I don't, I feel very angry towards the Australian national team um, because they suck so hard. But to me, uh, I'm pretty sure they can't qualify now. Maybe I'm not sure. Um, but when the world cup is on, it would be great to do, uh, maybe in the discord, um, a, like a sweepstakes where we randomize who gets what team and then see what happens. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's like, I, I feel you know, disappointing any of our Australian listeners, but I've got no idea <laughs> what happened to us with world cup qualification and yeah if we didn't make it that probably sounds about right um 
But yeah, I think it's this weird thing. I'm excited for the World Cup and I'm definitely keen. Like, yeah, we'll do some like stuff around that um, uh, on the Discord and, and with the community there. Um, it just feels so, it's going to be really weird having it happen halfway through the season because there's also then going to be this element where any of our players who are there, we're going to just not be like, we don't want them to get injured. <laughs> like, and also I've got a slight concern that leading up to the world cup in like December, um, I just assume the world cup's probably happening in January, but the month before the world cup, like our players really going to be going as hard as they can in the premier league. Um, when, and, you know, jeopardize getting injured and missing the world cup. I don't think so. So it's just going to be interesting to see like what type of, you know, if we play lower teams that don't have many international players, they don't care. <laughs> they don't, they don't give a crap. They'll just go out and, and everything. But if you've got like, you know, someone like Kane is probably going to want to be taking it a bit easy. Mm, mm. Yep. Totally. Um, I have just read, I just looked up. We apparently have a must-win game tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. And if we win that, then we play Peru. And then the winner of that goes into the World Cup. Um, so we're playing Saudi Arabia tomorrow. Okay. so No, we... no, we're not. We're playing the UAE. Okay. So if we beat them, <laughs> FIFA don't want an Oceania team in there. <laughs> or no. like, they're just like, oh, fool. okay. If you beat them, then you've got to go and play <laughs> the winner of... Uh, game three and game four. And then after that, you've got to go and do a scissors, paper, rock against the fifth place team in South America. And then you've got to, after that, then you've got to go and spend 24 hours in the wilderness. And you're just like, why? Well, I don't get why there are so many different, uh, like why, why are there so many qualifying games to go through after the main qualifying games? I don't know. Yeah. And then when you're in the wilderness for 24 hours, Musa Sissoko was going to rock up at some point. The whole team is going to have to try and fight him. They will probably lose. Uh, and if you manage to somehow, uh, you know, incapacitate him in any way, well, then you're going to have to fight Antonio Conte in a war of words. Um, and guess what after that? Well, he tags in Jose Mourinho and it's two of them. So, and, but if you lose to them, then you go to path B. Now, path yeah. B starts with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're like, oh, come on, come on. Oh, God. Um, yeah. I, I hate that it's in when it's when it's at, when it's in. I mean, I, the, the discourse around the World Cup in Qatar has been done, but I just, I've never been looking forward to a World Cup less than this one. Yeah. Because of the timing, because of the fact that they cheated to get it, uh, because we didn't get it. Um, and because, because they, um, have had unsafe working conditions and workers have died building these stadiums. Oh, um, yeah. And because of the, the rule of, you know, what, what are the rules in Qatar in terms of, uh, what women are allowed to do, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's just gross. And I'm pretty sure they're not like L LGBTQI nope. plus friendly nope. either. Um, so yeah, it's like a very conflicted space because it's like, what can you do? <laughs> like it's a country mm. who does this. And then there's this international organization, like FIFA don't answer anyone. Like, what, mm. like it's not like we can, someone can take FIFA to like some, oh, you know, there someone might pop and go, well, actually you can take FIFA to the international court of whatever. But like, you know, they're this huge, powerful organization, evil organization, mm. um, they're very much like the empire in, in Star Wars. Um, mm. 
I just picture those big, are they the Star Destroyers, the big ones? Yeah, yeah, that's their base. I just picture that as what, yeah, what FIFA, like, just roll around in. That's, like, my picture of them all the time. But it's, like, it's just really frustrating that there's, it seems that there's just nothing that we can really do mm. um, to sort of impact this because it's on such a big scale. Like, this is, mm. you know, the most popular sporting event in the world. Um, but yeah, a lot of countries don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I feel exactly that way in that there's sort of nothing like even with, I mean, we saw with the super league that the fans rallied against it and were like, we don't want to be part of this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And the clubs, are to some degree, uh, answerable to the fans. Um, and so then they all pulled out and, you know, it will like simmer in the background until it pops up again. But no one's a fan of FIFA. Like, <laughs> and, and the international teams, they're international teams. Like it's not the same thing. Um, they're not beholden to their fans as, I mean, they represent their country. It's, it's this weird thing where they represent the country, but they don't like, it's not like all the fans can be like, no, nah. it would have to be like a government thing. That's like the team's not going to play there. Yeah, um, totally. and then that's, yeah, which maybe that could be, but it, it, the, the point I'm trying to get to is like, I am so confused by the fact that Qatar got it, they cheated, uh, to get it. And there was a whole corruption thing. And it was like, yeah, what's his old mate? Um, what was it? Sep Bladder or something? Some stupid name. Sep Bladder was, yeah, back in the day. And he probably was in, still in charge when they were awarded it. I assume. Yeah. He got done for corruption and then they didn't go, well, it was an unjust, um, you know, system. So now we need to redo it. They yeah. just went, well, it's done. <laughs> so what? Like you need to, <laughs> nothing's been done about this. Really? Like you just fired the, one of the many heads of the Medusa of FIFA and it's going to grow back in a different way. Like, yeah. Oh, definitely. Very frustrating. I, I would love if you mentioned like. FIFA fans. <laughs> I would love if there was someone sitting in their bedroom, they got like a FIFA flag on their wall. And so, like, Oh, I love United passions. The best film ever made. It's so good. Love FIFA. Everything they stand for. And like, if you post something on Twitter, cause you know, like if you post something that's like, you know, appears to be against Mourinho or not giving Mourinho credit, you get the Mourinhoisters jumping in and just going at mm. you with like, Mourinho's the best, blah, blah, you suck, all this sort of stuff. And if you, I wonder if you post something about FIFA, if you do get those FIFA fanboys coming out, <laughs> just putting like clips of Sam Neill <laughs> from, <laughs> yeah. from, you know, I really, I think we should watch United Passions one day. <laughs> yeah, I think we should. How a movie can get 1% on like Metacritic, I do not know. Um, yeah. Yeah, that is incredible. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, they're just posting links to that Shakira song um, from the South African World Cup. What is it? Yeah. Something, something Africa? Yeah. It's... She's, again, she's South American. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Nah. There's no, yeah. there's no shame with it. It's, it's so ridiculous. Like, just the fact of like, hey, you guys are corrupt. Uh, no, we're not. Here's a movie we've made about it. With, with Sam Neill. Everyone likes Jurassic Park, don't they? Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> good. It's good. Trust me. Yeah, yeah. It'll explain everything. And then people watch <laughs> it. They're like, you're lying. Like, we we have evidence. Like, this is not even borderline. Like, mm. this is so incorrect. You're not saving the world through what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is ridiculous. This is so ridiculous. And then it's just like, mm, all right, World Cup in Qatar. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't like our movie? World Cup in Qatar then. <laughs> like, you were always going to do that. Maybe. <laughs> it's like some evil supervillain in a really poorly written film that just doesn't care. And they're just like, mm. well, I'm going to blow up the world. Why? I don't know. Bored. <laughs> yeah. There's no real uh, motivation for me to do that. I just, eh. Eh, just why not? Got something to do today. Just why not? You know, yeah, that's yeah. what I do. Yeah. Um, I I was about to move to the Abitsburg medal, but there's none because there's been no game, and we haven't finished collating the votes, um, which we will do. <laughs> we will do it. We will do it. We will do it. Um, you know, over the last week or so, we we attempted to do it. Um. It's uh, going through a lot of our, <laughs> re-listening to a lot of our podcasts. Mm. And you kind of realize how many we've actually done this year. Um, only when you start going through this and you're like, oh, there's quite a few episodes that have come out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we will be getting around to the Abitsuersi medal because uh, we know there are definitely some people out there who are just, they're just, they're probably tuned into this episode wanting to find out who has won the most romantic mm. medal in all of mm -hmm. sports. And we're keeping them waiting another week and we apologize for it. We but do. We are going to really get there. Do. We are definitely going to get there. And it'll, mm. let, let me tell you this, it'll be worth the wait. It will be worth it. It will absolutely be worth it. Um, I also, we, I've realized we haven't spoken about, um, off air, off recording, whatever it's called. Um, uh, the, uh, we rule, you drool, <laughs> merchandise, um, which I, I really want to do. Yeah. I, I think we can confirm now we are going to do some merch and... Mm. Uh, we'll, we'll see what we come up with. One of the confirmed designs is going to be we rule, uh, <laughs> you drool or we rule or Arsenal, Arsenal drool. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. Uh, we'll yeah. go, we'll go back and get the exact phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll have some, we'll have some mugs. We'll have something. Mm, mm. Um, because again, we know people are wanting it. People are wanting it. And yeah. Yeah. What, what does, what does any Spurs fan need? If not more merch? associated with exactly exactly more merch very important but i mean look if the club can get away with all the stuff that they sell mm. surely just a humble little pod like ourselves can sell a few mugs sell a couple of mugs that say we rule you drool on them i mean you know um i am i i'm out of uh topics <laughs> do you have anything else that you'd like to discuss no i think that probably like covers everything um, mm. cause we are going to keep doing episodes throughout the, uh, the, the, the summer window, yep. um, as it is. So, um, yeah, as things come up, like, I think there's going to be a lot more once these international games, um, happen, we're going to start seeing a lot more movement. We'll probably get mm. some word on like if Bergwijn is going to end up going to Ajax or moving away and those sort of things. We'll probably get some word on is Perisic going to play another international volleyball tournament? Um, mm. I was so surprised to find that out. He's like a professional yeah. volleyballer, like it's beach wild. volleyballer. Um, he does look like one though. When Like it makes sense to me looking at his face. It yeah. makes sense. Oh, definitely. But it also gives me more confidence in him because I'm like, he just seems like he must just be one of those sports dudes mm. um, who it's just like any sport, like you could probably play, oh, let's play him at tennis. We'll probably kick his ass in tennis. And then mm. he'll just ace you the, the full, the whole <laughs> yeah. game. He's just naturally good at every sport. Um, there's actually, wait, one more pa pa um, Perisic related thing was mm. the video that Cobb put up, which it showed Perisic looking at like a whole board of all of our former players. Mm. And he's kind of like, oh, Modric. Oh, yes. Yeah, blah, blah. And like, uh, Kabul, defender. Hmm. And then <laughs> he goes like, 
oh, Jamie O'Hara, the central midfielder. And then <laughs> it was just like, hang on. How is Perisic knowing like who Jamie O'Hara is? Yeah, what? Um, and no disrespect to Jamie O'Hara, but it's just like, he played like, you know, 10, 12 years ago for us or something like that. <laughs> Didn't play a huge amount of games. Um, mm. But it's just like, I don't know, this guy's knowledge. I was just very impressed by, oh, yes, Jamie O'Hara, central midfielder. I know him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, what a weird setup from the club. This is all our former players. Comment. <laughs> yeah. Comment <laughs> on just... which ones you know. <laughs> yeah, and he just has to go through and be like, oh, oh, yeah. like what? <laughs> I wonder, like, because it only goes for like 10, 20 seconds, but if there was a full clip of that, which goes for like three hours. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't get him away. They couldn't get him away. He's just go- oh. oh, Noah Pamero, right back. Yes. Yeah, uh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh. like your guess. Oh. <laughs> oh, Mauricio Tariko, left back. Very, very good. <laughs> oh, very good. Oh, Zeki Fryers. Oh, now him. <laughs> and then he gets one wrong, but he just is like, He's like, no, no, let me get it. Let me get it. Yeah. Um, let me get it. Fraser Campbell, uh, defender. Yeah. No, 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 wrong. Hang on, hang on. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Yeah. Uh, Fraser, Fraser Campbell, fullback. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Yeah. We need to move on. We, we need, need to, to move, move on. on with this. Maybe um, that was the Jamie O'Hara one. He's like, no, you must include this when I finally get it. Jamie O'Hara, coach. Yeah. Ivan, it is not even I, a coach's board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you doing? I love that ever since, not that any signing has been as like monumentous as the Gareth Bale one, but after they took like three days to make that uh, Cannes Film Festival level uh, short film um, <laughs> of him sitting in that chair watching his own highlights, we've never had anything that sort of matches the production values of that. And I wonder if they've... Just like they've unionized and they're like, we're not doing that anymore, Daniel Levy. We're not doing that. <laughs> that was insane. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, you're right. There is a very big difference between, I think for Romero, all we got was, again, Galini was already here and it was Galini <laughs> welcoming him at the airport, <laughs> giving yeah. him a hug. Um, I think for Perisic, the first one we had was, it was like a, a blurred image and it was just like, ooh, pay attention soon. And then mm. it's like, we just get a, then the next day is a video of just him being interviewed or walking around the club. Um, mm. But yeah, it seems like we've really stopped the whole artistic, like, you know, slow, soft piano music starts. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, a slow yeah, yeah. dolly zoom in towards the chair. It's Gareth Bale sitting there watching his <laughs> own highlights. Um, it's really, st- it's really dropped off. So mm. yeah, uh, if we were to reside Bale, I wonder... What would happen? Would we see Gareth Bale watching the short film about him signing the last time? I'd love that actually. That would I'd be happy to delay the announcement if if it's him watching the announcement video from last time. Yeah. Then and commentating on it. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so this is where I, I realized I'd be back. Oh yeah. 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 yeah cool. Cool. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this nice. is me actually being back. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool, Gareth. <laughs> oh, oh, yep. This is me walking out into the stadium and saying. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I, I did, I did feel a wow at that point. So that's, yeah, that's true. I actually came up with the phrase bail is back. Do you know that? Yeah. Okay. Gareth. Yeah, it's cool. It's, I mean, it's pretty basic, but it's like, it's fine. Yeah, it's it's kind of, you know, I reckon if they, if we were to resign bail, the announcement video, if it's not that should be just him and Doherty sitting opposite each other talking about aliens. <laughs> please, please. Yeah. I would love it so much if, um, uh, to be honest, like for the content, Gareth Bale did seem like he had a good time. 
Mm. Mm. He did. He did. He seemed like he had a great time. Yeah. And it's like, you know, him, uh, there were some clips as well with him and Rodon that were like really mm. fun and, mm. um, and Daddy Davies as well. <laughs> Daddy Davies. That is a bizarre video of oh. that fan accosting him. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's so it's it's so funny. Because um, I was looking around. I was like, what nicknames are there for the players that we have? Because um, we just put out on Twitter on Discord saying, like, what nicknames have you come up with for players? Because when we watch games, we'll say stupid names about players all the time and um, they don't always necessarily make much sense, but it's like, what do other people call these players? And so I was just like, what, okay, who actually has a, you know, who actually has nicknames already? And then daddy Davies started coming up a lot and it's like, I heard gentle Ben, but then daddy Davies, I'm like, what is that all about? And then seeing the clip. And if you haven't seen the clip, it's basically there is, I think it was, um, for a preseason uh, tour in, um, the States, maybe a couple of years ago. Uh, and a fan walks up and she says to him, she's like, hey, can I ask you a question? And he's like, yeah, okay. She's like, I call you Daddy Davies. Is that okay? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And he's like, cool. I can keep calling you Daddy Davies. And he's like, well, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> you can see him sort of be like, what can I, like, I can't endorse this, yeah. but like, I, I don't care. Um, yeah. <laughs> like it, it's, yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah, and it's you kind of see him go like, mm, I'm wary. I don't want to make this seem like a weird sex thing. Like, yeah, exactly. So I'll just yeah. like, ah, ha, ha, okay, yeah, fine, mm. but whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so now, Daddy, Daddy Davies. Daddy Davies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I call Son? Can I call you Sonny Son? <laughs> yeah. Can I call you Sonny Son, my little son? Uh, yeah. No. Can I call you little son? Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be great if he was like, no, no, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not, absolutely not. Um, my fa the favorite name that I have, have found from the current crop of players is, um, <laughs> Dehurto Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. For that Doherty. So I think that's like uh, the rest of them we all know. I didn't know. Apparently St. Laurent, St. Laurice was one. Um, oh, which, okay. but I never heard that. And yeah, not, not down. I loved when Sissoko's nickname was just the goat. That yeah. was <laughs> phenomenal. So good. Yeah. Um, that was so good. Yeah, well, keep them coming. Um, what we, I'm sure we've got, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but we have a lot of nicknames um, for various players and none of them are coming to me. It's only, I have to see them and be reacting in the game for yeah. them to come out, maybe. Definitely. I'll, I'll, um, we'll keep note I'll of them. We'll have this as an ongoing thing and maybe maybe it's something as well. For the, for the next season, we'll see who can mm. come up with the best nickname for one of our players. Um, yeah. Not just a competition between you and I, but I mean, one, uh, anyone on the Discord as well, well, we'll see. What can we do? Well, let's give a bit of a rebrand to some of our players and, and uh, yeah, we'd like to see what names you call them. So uh, if you do have some um, that you already do, please join the Discord and drop them in there. And yeah, um, yeah I think that probably does us for this week, Bonnie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, a, a very informative news focused pod um, by us as usual. Um, sticking to the facts. Um, so uh, we hope you enjoyed this um, very, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, a, a podcast that's verified by hard evidence, uh, empirically stringent um, for your summer uh, window slash winter, whatever. Again, buddy, um, I find it so funny that like so many fans are so desperate for transfer news and like to talk about impending players and like a mm. lot of other podcasts are doing like, well, which right back would you sign in all of Europe? 
Um, and they're like, yeah, you know what? I'd like blah, blah, blah from the Bundesliga, blah, blah, blah. And we're just like, he dies playing on an orange basketball court. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this definitely isn't like, you know, most Spurs fans listen to lots of Spurs podcasts, but sometimes people might just listen to one. This yeah. definitely isn't one that people only listen yeah. to for their. <laughs> yeah, we are definitely like the adjacent podcast where someone's like, all right, I've had enough of all the technical talk. I've had enough yeah. of all the transfer stuff. I just want some very, like, it's very, like, very Spurs adjacent. Like, mm. some of it's quite Spurs, but there's a lot of adjacent content in here. Um, mm. but I'd say, yeah, we would be like the extra, we're kind of like the late night show <laughs> that it's like, <laughs> I've heard all the important stuff I want to hear about <laughs> now, just some random bizarre rubbish. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Spurs have a funny name when it's written out in full. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> extra inch. Um, oh, Nathan did this great analysis and, and Wendy talked about youth plays and Barty talked about, you know, being there at the club and then I changed this other podcast, um, where they went on for a very, very long time, um, about, uh, Daddy Davies, um, and Eric Dyer and Doherty, uh, going on a Titanic ride. So look, it's up to you. If you like this, uh, keep, please get listening. Uh, we'll keep doing, I just feel like we're never like, we don't watch the game with like, you know, this astute sort of tactical, um, Mm. brain behind it. Like, you know, we watch Spurs to sort of relax and like have fun and, and do that. So, um, you know, sometimes we'll have some very loose, like sort of (laughs) tactical sort of things, but, um, a lot of the times, you know, it's just like, how can we have a bit more fun about it with, with all this rather than how can we just want to explode the universe? Um, with all the f- problems and frailties around the club and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um, but this season we're changing and we're doing that. <laughs> yeah. uh, every episode, we're going to drop some bombs, freak out, uh, <laughs> scream. Every episode we'll end in a screaming match. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's kind of like, what's the, um, you know what they do for me? It's like bigger, wilder, uncut. Yeah. <laughs> a bit spursy. I'm a bit spursy. Talk sport edition. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just us being like, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Oi, I'd like to talk about Arsenal. Now they're, they're bloody shit. <laughs> yeah. It's just people, it's just a whole bunch of, <laughs> well, us like having had a hard day at work, and, yeah. like a bit emotional. Yeah. <laughs> well, I really want to talk about how they wear the colour red and that's not very nice. <laughs> And there's a love, like, even sometimes, like, sometimes the host, then they bite back and say so stupid. Like, the host get caught out, the callers get caught out, but it's just so funny when it's something like, why else do we wear red? It's a stupid colour. And then it's like, oh, well, that's the club colour, Michael. <laughs> oh, well, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Next caller. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> we'll just keep on going if we don't stop. Um, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. I'm Barney. I'm Dan. And come on, you Spurs. You've been listening to A Bit Spursy. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Email us at hello at abitspursy.com and subscribe via your usual podcast platforms.